keeping an eye on what's happening in the Middle East, um, you know, as we watch and wait uh, to see what the next phase of the Israeli siege of Gaza will entail, we know it's going to be absolutely horrific, but there are still a lot of questions about the deadly attack last Saturday um, that actually you know, left hundreds dead in Israel. Many analysts are baffled as to how Israel was caught seemingly off guard, um, despite them having a reputation for exceptional intelligence. Um, Israeli defense officials have said they had no specific intel that such an attack was imminent. So let's find out what happened. And, you know, there's other pieces to this puzzle, too. We're going to speak with Liam Collins, who is founding director of the Modern War Institute at United States Military Academy at West Point. Uh, Liam, thank you so much for being here today. I really do appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. The situation here, um, you know, the point uh, that, that was made, um, intelligence is just one piece here, right? Um, there's also the response, and it's not necessarily intelligence that we should be focused on. The response plays a role here too, right? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, inherent, intelligence is inherently, you know, unreliable or unpredictable, and it, it's never perfect. And one of the hardest, uh, you know, organizations to kind of penetrate is a foreign terrorist organization and, and Israelis have done remarkably well um, but but they're hard to penetrate and, and so you you can't assume and build your defensive plan on a, on intelligence and that looks like what they did here um, having said that there was an intelligence failure too right I mean that's part of it they, they they say they had no specific intelligence so it didn't do what they'd hoped it would do yeah, I mean, without a doubt, they did not have any intelligence or, or did not believe they had any kind of early warning of this. So it was an intelligence failure. But regardless of that, they should still be prepared right. to defend their, their border or their nation against a, a group that its fundamental goal is destroying the state of Israel. Yeah, and you take a look at it. In terms of the defensive infrastructure that they've put in place, we're talking billions and billions of dollars in, in technology and armament. So they have done a lot of work but at the end of the day they, they, they it's something something was missed right i mean how do you make sense of those two things anymore they've spent so much time energy and money uh building the defense and then it it, it let them down when they when they needed it most i mean this is uh, you know a cautionary tale of what happens when you become too reliant on technology right either technology for the defense or technology for the intelligence so the Iron Dome that they created that, you know, was very effective at shooting down, you know, uh, you know, dozens or even when hundreds of rockets were fired across the border. Uh, and then also, right, this wall was very effective at preventing, uh, you know, suicide bombing operations yeah. within Israel. I mean, very effective. So they were very effective, what I would call anti-terrorist measures, but not very effective defensive measures from a large force coming across the border. In that case, the Iron Dome became overwhelmed when, when they shot upwards of 3,000 rockets within 20 minutes or a large force came across the border, the wall wasn't effective. And so good anti-terrorism measures, but not necessarily good anti-defensive measures or defensive measures. Now, I mean, talking about what they may change in the future, we don't know what the future is going to look like. Of course, their goal is to completely eliminate Hamas. So maybe this won't be something that they're dealing with in the same way. But what do you think would have been a better strategy in the lead up to this because uh, i think you know they probably thought with the intelligence and iron dome and the fences and all that they were in pretty good shape what do you think they missed yeah i mean what they missed is just a real understanding of the enemy uh, you know too reliant on, on intelligence and you know if you look at uh you know sun Tzu, ancient chinese military theorist he, he wrote you have to know the enemy and you have to know yourself and, and i don't think they really understood Hamas. They just kind of became reliant on technology to tell them what Hamas was doing instead of really trying to understand what they were. And again, even if you didn't have the intelligence, 
it's unfathomable that they had no ability, really, if you look at their response, no response to protect their border from any kind of attack uh, from an organization that wants to eliminate them. Uh, and so that's, I think, the biggest failure. And it just showed that they should have had a, you know, a, a military that was capable of defending that border. I, I saw a story this weekend with an Israeli, an ex-military member who, uh, I think he was 77 years old or something like that, and he sort of, in his kibbutz, he sort of was the, the defense guy, and he trained everybody and worked with everybody, and he always told them, 35 minutes. We need 35 minutes. If we're attacked, we got to hold them off for 35 minutes, and then the army will be here. And he said their, their watches must have been broken because they never did arrive. Uh, I mean, they, not only the intelligence, not only the prevention, but being able to respond once the attack was underway. In some instances, they just couldn't, Liam. They, 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 there was no response. Right. I mean, they just became completely complacent, and the only response oftentimes was like you described. I mean, really, old veterans yeah. remember, you know, the, the 73 war, and they just came, you know, from Tel Aviv or whatever, because they knew if the military didn't respond, they knew what Hamas was capable of doing, and they went to go and save family members and kill Hamas members but it really wasn't the military doing that. It was just, you know, the average citizens going and doing that and doing what needed to be done. But that was the exception. It was the ones that really understand, understood what Hamas was and what they were capable of and knew they had to go there or they might lose family members. They'd never get back. So what do you think happens now? It's just to try and totally eliminate Hamas, right? That's the one option that's on the table and there are no others. I mean, that's the stated goal. I mean, that's not possible. I mean, yeah. they're not going to be able to eliminate, uh, you know, a, a terrorist organization. They've obviously been trying to do that forever. Um, right. I mean, you see kind of the air attacks going in there. Gaza is, you know, extremely densely populated area. Um, the, the terrorists are hiding amongst civilians. I mean, obviously, Israel's trying to separate the civilians from the Hamas members, which is hard to do. But, the you know, the 3D... T- terrain of an urban area plus you know an underground makes it's it's you know one of the most difficult places on earth to fight so it's going to be challenged they're going to have to go in there and do some kind of ground operations uh, but you know cities just suck up tons of troops and yeah. and there's it's kind of like it neutralizes some technolo- technological advantages and, and so it's an extremely challenging environment yeah i mean talk about that for a sec Liam. i mean with the tunnels right i mean just there, there are thousands of kilometers well, i don't know if there's thousands but hundreds of kilometers of tunnels like they're talking about there's almost another city that exists underground and who's going to have to go down there and clear those out yeah, I mean they've tried to. Do, I mean they've done some training on that. These really do have some kind of you know minimal tunnel facilities for training, but gen- as a whole, the force is not really trained for it. I mean the challenge is to go down, go down there. You can't navigate right. Radio is only a line of sight. You know around mm-hmm. corners, you you can't communicate. Um, it's tough to map out. Uh, breathing can be a problem down there, and especially if you put any kind of smoke or or, or, or munitions down there. And, and so immense challenges that they face when they go to the underground. Uh, and so generally you want to avoid it, but ultimately you have to go down there or you have to figure out a way to uh, root the Hamas members from their underground. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a challenge that goes back, you know, you know, for for the U S and in the Vietnam war, but goes back centuries. Yeah, exactly. You're right. It's just, it's just horrible. Liam, thank you so much for your insight. I appreciate you being here. Yep. Thanks for having me.